it's 2022. But guess what? I brought the same bullshit from last year. <laughs> New year, same bullshit. New year, same me, bitch. <laughs> And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from 2022, I suppose, I'm Doyen. <laughs> A small part of me was hoping you were going to say Mariah Carey's winner one. <laughs> I was actually thinking Mariah Carey's winter wasteland because Christmas is over. <laughs> and she's gone away and she'll come back next year. I mean, in December. <laughs> October, November. <laughs> yeah, she'll come. She'll come back November first. Mm-hmm. November first, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> so how's Absolutely. it been going, Doyen? We've had a little winter break. What's been up? Um, so I had a pretty chill um uh, winter break. I actually, I meant to work a little bit during the holidays, and I was like, no. My brain cannot handle this anymore. That's right. I didn't. Um, Good for you. (laughs) I also went to Atlanta to see your line sister, my sister, for Christmas. We spent the whole day in pajamas. Mm. We had a Christmas charcuterie. Mm. Um, We had like a traditional Nigerian breakfast with Mm. moi moi, which is like bean cakes. Um, And ogi, which I don't know what ogi is made of, but it's like a warm breakfast soupy thing um i forgot what we ate for dinner oh my sister had a trader joe's spatchcock chicken that she had defrosting all day so we literally had to cook it because we're like it's been out all day (laughs) (laughs) wow that was fun um yeah it was just the two of you or the whole Mm -hmm. gang it was the two of us we're supposed to have matching pajamas but um you know USPS is a hater, and yes. so I just got it this week. Oh, uh, nice. uh, what good also, does it do you now? <laughs> uh, returning it. Also, I just got your Christmas card. Um, my Christmas card's in the mail, so I will be mailing it sometime before Juneteenth. That that is perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> It doesn't matter when I get it. It's going up on the board in my office. It doesn't matter when I get it. (laughs) Uh, New Year's Eve. So then I came home and like, because my sister had like, her kitchen was completely unpacked. She closed like the Friday before I came there. Uh Her kitchen was completely unpacked. So I just helped her break down the boxes and stuff like that. So I was really motivated. And she, you know, she's a lot of a minimalist. So I came home that night. I was like, James, we gotta, I gotta start unpacking and cleaning. He's like, what is wrong with you? He's like, you go through extremes. You're either like, don't want to do anything or you want to do everything. He's like, why can't you be modern? I'm like, I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> um, also, another exciting thing. I finally got my ADHD diagnosis. I'm probably the most excited person to be diagnosed with ADHD, but it was mostly because I really felt like people were like gaslighting me. I'd be like, hey, I think I have ADHD. And they're like, no, it's just anxiety. I'm like, no, I still have anxiety, but my brain thinks weird. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know how anyone could meet you and not think you don't have ADHD. (laughs) It's weird. They're just like, 
you're not in shambles. I'm like, you haven't seen my house. You don't have to be. <laughs> and I don't even mean that part because you don't have to yeah. be in shambles. But to me, you're a little bit hyper. And the hyper part is what I see. Like, I'm like, I don't know how anyone could not yeah. see that. Yeah. Definitely in my brain. I don't is... mean the shambles part, though, because, you know, okay. I, I to, if I didn't know you, I would think that girl's got it together. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. That's because we're good it's... at that, though. Like, you know, yeah. that's a part of it. Masking is great. Masking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was it's exciting to have that. Like, and it's just so funny because they're like, yeah, she's probably had this since she was like mm-hmm. kindergarten because mm-hmm. inattentiveness. Mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. talking too much <laughs> i was like yeah it, it checks out <laughs> that's been me my whole life so mm-hmm. it kind of you know at least it helps to know you know what i'm working with a lot of people it's not always bad like there's a lot of great things that come with adhd but also catching myself when i'm trying to do one thing and i've moved on to another thing and i haven't completed the first thing i'm like hey girl bring it back <laughs> bring it back so it's gonna be interesting this year kind of just seeing how things go and where this new revelation takes me okay all righty um i had a question and i forgot it just that fast so you know <laughs> i am blaming everything on... <laughs> listen my office is covered in them like covered in them so I I work um, with a lot of grants, and this year, mm. this fiscal year, I got extra grant money because of COVID relief and stuff. So I hired an uh, a consultant to kind of help me with some things, and she was like, what do all these notes mean? I was like, don't worry about it. That's for me. That ain't for you. <laughs> She's like, but there's one word. I was like, it looks random to you, but I know what it means. It's for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. If I leave one word for me, future me is going to be like, girl, what were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave all the breadcrumbs. <laughs> Some things I do have to leave all the breadcrumbs. You're right. But I'm just blaming everything on COVID, the weather, everything. Because my brain just refuses to move. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Florona. Oh, I have like sent a couple let's take a break kind of text to my friends because they were like, let's hang out. I'm like, okay, y'all, let me give it to y'all straight. Um, I'm not going out <laughs> for a minute. I, I still love you, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I had um, several planned get-togethers during this little Christmas break, and I canceled most of them. I intended to keep two. One, I ended up having to cancel because I didn't feel good and I was afraid that I was sick. And that's the mm-hmm. crazy thing about this whole COVID. COVID, it's wild out here when you're somebody who suffered with from sinus, you know, issues and allergies mm-hmm. during COVID. And like, I know it's not because I also have nosebleeds when my sinuses are acting up. So mm-hmm. I know that's what's happening because my nose been bleeding like crazy. But like, I still panic every time. <laughs> like, even though I've gotten a negative test, I'm still checking my temperature every day. I'm still, like, tasting things, being sure I can taste. It's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> Anywho, one, I canceled one because I wasn't feeling well. And then um, I kept the other. And the reason why I kept it, though, it was with friend of the sh- friend of the show, Sean. 
it's because I know that she is super diligent as well as being mm-hmm. careful. So I didn't mind keeping, you know, that up on me. But the others, I had to cancel. I'm like, y'all, I'm sorry. I, it's it's crazy out here. Um, I think of Shonda way more than she probably wants me to think of her. Like, <laughs> I made flatbread the other day. I was like, Shonda would be proud. She would be. <laughs> she would be. I actually, um, it's um, it's supposed to freeze tonight, mm-hmm. and so I, and and possibility of being that way for a few days, so I went to the grocery store and bought ingredients to make several different soups, and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to start at least one of them tonight. So I was, and mm-hmm. and during that process, I thought Shonda would be proud. Right. <laughs> Ralph in my pantry is full of cans that I'm never going to use. I'm like, Shonda would be proud. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, back to the allergies thing. It's like allergies and La Nina, which is just a weird, wet winter that creates issues throughout the whole year. So I feel like this year, or last year, I didn't have an allergy season. The whole year, once a month, allergies kick my butt. <laughs> it's crazy so i totally get that yeah um for what i'm drinking speaking of sick this is usually a sick person drink but i was just you know curious so i'm drinking a gin toddy which is like a hot toddy but with gin and it was what i could make without leaving my home which i haven't left my home since saturday i need to it's just been cold i don't want to go i go take my dog out and that's it but tomorrow i'll leave my home (laughs) girl I consider that a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, tonight I am drinking. This is my first time trying this. It is called Waterbird. Have you had this before? No. It is. The brand name is Waterbird and it is a tequila margarita. It says it's premium tequila, triple sec, lime juice, sparkling water, and a pinch of salt. So... Hmm. I just got it from the grocery store, so it's not. So the debut. It's not um cold, so I've got to pour it over a little ice. Hey! <laughs> and let me take a sip. That's all right. Yay! <laughs> that is all right. Speaking of ice, so I was like. Just having a whole like conundrum thinking about what kind of refrigerator I want to buy when I get my bonus. Turns out I don't have a water line. So that dashed my refrigerator dreams for a little bit. But then I was like, girl, you can still have a better refrigerator that you have than you have, even though it's not going to have a water and ice maker. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So. And also, you own this place. So it's like you can install that at a later date yeah it's just they gotta go build a water line and yeah i mean it's a it's a yeah i mean i i I get it because i was distraught when i couldn't get a gas stove (laughs) but then it was like you know what i own this place and later on if i want to go through the trouble of getting the gas line i can do that my mom was like once you have one kid you're gonna want to move anyways i was like my mama keeps insisting that this is my starter home and i'm like no girl (laughs) she keeps insisting that i'm like no (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna stay i 
<laughs> told myself maybe seven years. But I was like, oh, what first child? We have a first child. It's Roxy. <laughs> I If I Anyways. want to move, I will. But like, yeah. I if I'm content, I am also staying right here. <laughs> yeah, you have like an actual home. So definitely after this, I'm going to buy a home. But it's going to be a minute. I I'm really... tired of you Go like ahead. I was just gonna say I really like empty. this, <laughs> and, I, and I think you would like it. It's um, I don't know how to describe it, but I think you would like it. I'm excited. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I know we caught up with my life for a very long time. How, what are you up to? <laughs> you know what? I love catching up on your life. <laughs> I haven't been up to much of anything i've been baking cakes left and right because mm. that is my new thing now um uh, chris the master baker i mean i finally baked an olive oil olive oil cake how it was that was, it was so good so moist so lemony um mm. i baked a kalua cake which was so good so moist so boozy mm. um and Granny likes the boozy cake the best, and my mom likes the lemony cake the best. <laughs> but that makes sense because the Kahlua cake was really, 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 really sweet. And mm-hmm. Granny has a sweet tooth. And mm-hmm. my mom is like me. I really don't like things to be super sweet. Um, But my aunt, who is the baker in the family, when she tried the olive oil cake, she was like, oh, this is really good. And she said, what type of lemon flavoring did you buy? Like, what brand? Because it's so fresh and bright. I was like, um, do not insult me. (laughs) Okay? That is the juice and zest of two lemons. Do not (laughs) insult me. (laughs) The flavoring from the Lord. (laughs) That's what I should have said. That's what I should have said. Flavoring from the Lord. She was like, oh, 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 my bad, my bad. I was like, oh, do not insult me. So, yeah, that's really just been it. I've just been consuming a lot of television. <laughs> mm. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I did so because I I don't really buy a lot of vodka because I'm not a huge vodka drinker. Um, but the Kahlua cake called for vodka, so of course I had vodka and Kahlua. And I had heavy whipping cream because I always have heavy whipping cream. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to make me a white Russian. And I haven't had one in so long. <laughs> Christmas night, when I came back home, I literally sat down and drank like three white Russians back to back. Oh, child. <laughs> Santa had to come get you. <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Oh, so... Here's a homeowner thing. So I'm replacing the blinds. I'm replacing all the blinds in the house. Bless you. (laughs) I heard. I heard. Listen. So (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm doing the custom blinds. And of course, I'm going to have them do the install and everything. Well, but that means that I'm only doing a room at a time. So, Mm -hmm. um, well, whatever. So (laughs) I'm starting with the kitchen because those blinds need the most attention. And I'm going to do the kitchen and I'm going to do the front door because there's a, 
a shade that the previous owners had on the front door that's still there. I don't like it, so I'm going to replace it. Um, mm. Why is it so goddamn hard to get anything done for your house? Because during the during the initial lockdown, everybody just started doing all these projects, and now everything is mm-hmm. so backlogged. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lowe's has two providers who... Um, handle that for them and Mm -hmm. one of them you have to live in a certain zone for them to come to your house I don't live in the (laughs) right zone fine and the other one Levelor or however you pronounce that which they're the ones I was going to go with anyway because they were running a special for installation they were going to do you get six windows for $99 for the installation fee so I was like okay cool they're not even taking anybody right now. <laughs> so I go to Home Depot, which I prefer Lowe's over Home Depot. Mm-hmm. But Home Depot is typically cheaper than Lowe's most of the time. Mm-hmm. Home Depot's installation fee starts at $300. Mm-hmm. It was $289. Starts at that. And I just said, okay. I didn't even look at blinds. Like, <laughs> I didn't even look at blinds. Because the blinds are already 30 to $50 a piece. So it was like, I, okay. Because I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. So <laughs> I've started going to some specialty shops, you know, <laughs> instead of doing. So that's where I am now. So I'm going to, there's this store called The Blind Side. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Um, they they took a Christmas break, so they actually just returned this week. So hopefully, uh, the roads will thaw out, and I can go to them next week and see what they're talking about. And then there's another one, Budget Blinds. Um, I'll check them out. Their name is Budget Blinds, but let me tell you, based on their ain't website, cheap. no, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. <laughs> so. I just want, I just want, I just want decent blinds in my home. That's it. That's it. It's not, it's very far down on my list. The blinds, I just like. Uh. They were far but down. I just on like every. Too. Yeah, everything is just even because at first I was like the first thing I do when I close, I'm gonna change all my cabinet pulls. <laughs> That's expensive. And yeah. I have like yeah. 40 cabinet pulls to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And I don't know. I did realize like my below bathroom, I invested, I think, $60 in a large frame picture of a llama uh, poking his head out of a cab. And so now that bathroom is going to be a black and white bathroom. And so. <laughs> because my I so my guest bathroom or the hallway bathroom or whatever mm-hmm. it is khaki and this pink color but that is the old color of my old bathroom I really mm-hmm. want that to be I really want to turn that one black and white I love <laughs> a black and white bathroom but the the truth is my bathroom can't be black and white because I spill makeup everywhere. There's hair. There's mm. hair glue everywhere. There's, <laughs> like my bathroom just can't be black and white. So yeah, I really think I'm going to change mine to black and white as well. Okay, let's share inspo with each other, and hopefully let's, we can get it done. Let's start a Pinterest board. Okay, 
All right, kids. I'm well. We're not sorry. We are single black women that bought a house on our own, and we're gonna do crazy dope shit with it. So we're not sorry for talking about our stuff. Anyways, so we're gonna go ahead and move along to our current events. This made me mad, (laughs) but then it made me happy. But not. I'm not happy for Wheel of Fortune. I am not pleased with their um, decisions. But basically, um. So, good sis, Charlene Rubush. Um, she guessed the right word, but they didn't like that she took a long pause before the last word, and so they didn't want to give her an Audi Q3. However, Audi was like, you know what, we're going to bless you. <laughs> Blessings. Audi was like, you know what, we're going to go ahead and do the right thing. So, they got in on the hashtag. Um, the giver of the Q3 was like, hey, guess what? We're going to get rid of the Q3. And I was just happy for them. It was weird the way the article's written. They're like, well, Adi decided to pick up on this. I'm like, oh, they're being sweet and giving her the Q3 that she deserves because what's her face? Was it? Yeah, they, um, they definitely saw an opportunity there and jumped forward. And they should have. I mean, it, it, you mm-hmm. know. But I just, I mean... I understand that shows, game shows, have to have, like, you know, fine print. You know, I Mm -hmm. I get all that. But that was just ridiculous. If the object, Mm -hmm. everybody's played Wheel of Fortune. You know the object of the game is to solve the puzzle. Mm -hmm. So what if I pause to catch my breath between saying words? Right. Like, that was, that was, mm. They just became the villain. They were the nice boy next door that became the villain in the story. And they're going to stay the villain. <laughs> they're going to stay the villain. <laughs> Until me and my little sister go on there and I rack up and go to Jamaica. <laughs> so next up, <laughs> when I just saw the headline, I was like, yes, please, please. But Ellen Pompeo is actively pleading for someone, anyone to end Grey's Anatomy. Somebody. And when I anybody. say... Sis is making coin off of this. She makes $550,000 per episode. And she's still like, we ain't got nothing else. We've killed everybody with every version of natural disaster we could. Everybody's left the show. Why are we still doing this? And, you know, and I'm <laughs> sure that it kind of, you know, ties them down, those that are still there, from mm-hmm. other projects and things. And I, I really anticipated Grey's being done a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I stopped watching. I stopped watching when I moved into my home, um, mm-hmm. because during that process I got behind, and I didn't get far behind. But um, of course, when I switched cable providers, the couple of episodes that I missed were on my DVR, so I didn't get to see them. Blah blah blah. So I just stopped. But I really thought that, and I was listen. You're talking about a fan, okay? Like, mm-hmm. tuned in faithfully because, for one, I knew I was going to get a good cry every week from Greg. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I stopped when they killed off Dr. Man Gray. I was like, I am tired of disasters. I'm tired of this. I'm done. <laughs> After the plane crash, I thought. They're only going to do a couple more seasons after this. So I'm going to stick it out. Shame mm-hmm. on me. Shame on me. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they did say let Ellen Pompeo be in a Marvel movie or whatever. She's earned it. And that's the thing about it. Yeah. It's like, I understand, especially if she's getting older, she does not want to be Dr. Grey forever. Like, right. she wants to do other things. Because at this point, that's who she is. Speaking of people who I watch and every single thing they do, Meryl Streep, please tell me you watch Don't Look Up. No, but I intend to watch it because it, okay, looks, it looks like I'm going to love it and I'm going to laugh a lot. It is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you watch it. It is. Okay. Uh, yes, that's it. That's I loved it. Okay. It was just, it was so, we knew it was hyperbole, but it's so likely. Yeah. <laughs> that it was just like, look at the end of our world <laughs> right before us. <laughs> were you the one who was watching The Shrink Next Door? Yeah. I started it. I like it. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I knew I was going to like it. So I'm not surprised that mm-hmm. I like it. I'm surprised because it's nothing like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. For the two of them, like Paul Rudd and um, Talladega Nights. Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell. For them both, to, because they're both hilarious characters, but for right. them to both be like serious and, characters. And the... And the like it's a drama but it's also funny so it's definitely a dramedy yeah but it's yeah but it's funny in an ironic way but i'm mm-hmm. like i i did not expect this i love it <laughs> i started my sister on ted lasso she probably won't finish it but at least did did the lord's work and started her on it <laughs> i still haven't finished season two because i tend to do that when i don't want something to end yeah <laughs> i get it because i haven't finished the previous season of Atlanta because they're taking too long. Oh, I to need to go back and re. I they've they've released it. Have you seen the trailer for the next season? Mm-mm. Oh, it's good. They're gonna be in London. <laughs> huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll find it and send it to you. Um, I I need to go back and rewatch the other seasons because they're so good. But yeah, they're gonna be in London. Yeah. Um, last TV thing before we get onto this. Now that. Insecure is over. I'm going to watch it because <laughs> I was just like these episodes. I weren't really, wasn't really into it, and I wasn't waiting a week for 24 minutes. <laughs> so. I enjoyed it. I I get why some people. I I get why people didn't, and I get why yeah. people were like, okay, because it was very different. The mm-hmm. tone was very different, but I mm-hmm. enjoyed it a lot. Um. I cried a lot in the last episode, but as we all know, that means nothing because I cry at everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Normalize crying. That's what I tell people all the time. Just cry because it's Tuesday. I don't know. Um, okay. So next up. Letitia's rights future as Black Panther is in danger. Um, if you've been on Twitter for a second, you know that she is good at being loud and wrong. <laughs> with her opinions, <laughs> especially around COVID and being just super anti-vax and sharing like incorrect information. So, um, the plan with Marvel was that she was going to be the next Black Panther, and now they're kind of quietly reevaluating that, which I get because if they haven't realized, Spider-Man versus Black Widow. Spider-Man, we love Tom Holland. We also love Spider-Man. We watched it. Black Widow, we tolerate. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, uh, I mean, but like the 
the, there's like a difference in the cult following of those two people. There is, but th- okay, that comparison fine. is because it's, I, I know it's com- yeah, but there's still some her- importance in the likability of the person. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I've heard so many rumors when it comes to Letitia because they also said that like production had to halt because she got hurt. And so, mm. you know, but but somebody said that that was just a rumor. Like I I at this point I don't know. Yeah. But all I'm saying is girl, don't fumble the bag. Yeah, don't fumble. Like your it bag. was laying right there in your lap. Don't be dumb. And they did say in this article that she was sharing like this information on the set. Like, which... girl. Again, your group text is there for you it's to share right your shitty there. opinions. It's right <laughs> there. <laughs> I was just sharing my shitty opinions today, and I'm like, cool. I the blowback the is only two people if they're mad at me <laughs> compared to the entire world. <laughs> so I almost choked on that. <laughs> I do it all the time. Like, girl, but, just, ugh. Yeah, so, whatever it is, I hope they can work through it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch Black Panther, too. It's just, yeah. I have to work through a lot emotionally to get to opening, <laughs> opening okay. up to accepting that again. <laughs> I know that we had moved on, but did you see Spider-Man yet? No Way Home? No, because I was going to watch it, and then Omicron came out, and I have to wait. (laughs) So, I... Okay, so this is what happened. I said, I'm doing it. I'm going to the movie. And and really really what happened was, anybody who knows me knows I hate spoilers. I love a matinee. (laughs) And And I didn't go to the matinee because it was too many people, so I kept watching, you know, on the mm-hmm. on my app. So I ended up going to the uh, late night show. It was a 1045 show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the irony of it is for each time, like all the different showings, I was fussing and cussing at all these, y'all, when I tell you those theaters were packed, all mm-hmm. the seats would be bought up. It was too, mm-hmm. even the ones that weren't, you know, fully packed, it was too many people for me to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, all these damn people out here trying to see a damn movie in the middle of a pandemic. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. go see a movie in the middle of a pandemic. I think that was partially also the issue what took me so long because like a lot of the seats, it was like only front seats or it'd be like one seat in the back and I was like, it's many people. So I think the longer it goes, it's going to go to a smaller right. theater yeah. and then I can go in there. I went, I went to... Uh, 1045 showing so i went at night Mm -hmm. um and i don't like to go at night i love a matinee you're right um but i ended up having the whole road to myself Mm -hmm. um and like i said i had been watching it all day and if that theater if too many more people that come in there i wasn't gonna go still i was the only person with a mask on like Mm -hmm. uh, anyway we're not even going to that but i will say you will enjoy it it was good and just in case you're wondering yes i did cry uh, so I think this is a safe space the, <laughs> the only Spider-Man movie I've seen is Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> no listen don't don't do I had I went back and watched all the old ones because I had never seen them 
Tom yeah, okay. Holland was when I first started watching Spider-Man movies because he's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I was so don't James. feel bad. Yeah. I was telling I James, I was and... like, well, I like him <laughs> ever since he was white. <laughs> this is the start. I don't feel so good. My soul has been tied to him. So. <laughs> exactly. And um, another friend of the show, Devin, she is like the comic book queen. And mm-hmm. so she bullied me into watching the others. She was like, you need to watch them to understand everything that's happened. Because all of these movies, while they feel like brand new They're fresh ideas, people. while they mm-hmm. feel like brand new fresh ideas to us, they are stories on the comic book. So if mm-hmm. you read the comic books, if you're into that, you already know what's going to happen. So anyway, um, so she had me watch them. And so I went back and watched them and prepared. So I was ready. Okay. Maybe this weekend. We'll watch all the free ones. I heard they took it off of Disney, though. I'm like, how am I supposed to watch these movies? They, took them all, they See, you had to start a long time ago because mm. they started taking them off when it got closer and closer because they mm. are in different... Because it's... Yeah, they're owned it's by Spider-Man. You got Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, whatever. Then you got the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Then Into the Spider-Verse. So... I started a while back. Yeah. Uh, I think last year I started reading books without reading the synopsis. So I'm just going <laughs> to... And movies. Especially when we started movie night. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. So I'm just going to go along. No preparation. Just vibes. So if I need to, that's what's going to happen. Hey. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All okay. Right. So last person we want to talk about. Um, a very important and special person no yeah let's talk about florida women now i'm going to start this with saying here on poor life decision we do not um encourage criminal activities however this woman had a point (laughs) i mean i'm with you when you're right florida woman says she poisoned her boyfriend's lemonade to shut him up and she, she was very precise with it. So she gave him just enough poison to shut him up and then called law enforcement so he wouldn't die. So it doesn't seem like um she was trying to kill him. She just wanted to shut him up. However, the law thinks differently. <laughs> Boo. What's, the, what's that TikTok? Boo. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I'm throwing tomatoes. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, okay, so she was charged with poisoning food or water with the intent to kill or injure a person. I feel like, but did he die? No. But did he die? <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah. So that's the thing. But we're going to take a break real quick and we will be right back. Alrighty. And we are back, and it is time for us to move right along to our someone something. Someone something. You know, thank this you, drink. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all can't see my face, but I was completely caught off guard. <laughs> He deserved that song. <laughs> he, does. he definitely does. 
And see, <laughs> see, this is the see. <laughs> Doya try to Doya try to uh praise the children, teach them well, and let them lead the way. Meanwhile, I'm trying to compliment this drink because y'all, this drink is tasty. <laughs> this is our prime auntie behavior. <laughs> Them kids are right, but how about this drink, though? <laughs> it's got... So, you know when you get margarita, when you get a margarita and it has salt on the rim, and you put a little of the salt in the margarita? Mm-hmm. It's got that taste. And I don't like mm-hmm. salt on the rim of my margarita. Like, I, I don't like that. Yeah. But and I try to catch have... high blood pressure on the way to my drink. Mm-mm. And, yes. and, I, and I, also, <laughs> I don't like... That salt has a... A, a aftertaste that I just don't like. But you get the benefits of it without having it, you know, directly slammed into your mouth. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> directly slammed. Anyways, uh, be sure to take a picture of that can and send it to the group chat. Okay. Y'all, I have a sneeze stuck in my nose. And if you know what that feels like... <laughs> There's a sneeze in this house. There's this a sneeze. This is torture. This is torture. Okay. Anyway, it'll come out at the most inopportune time. <laughs> Tonight for our Someone Something, we're going to talk about Mr. Davion Johnson. And then you know what? We're going to give him a round of applause right off the bat. Yay! Davion is doing the thing. Not all heroes wear capes. Some are children with good hearts that happen to be in the right place at the right time. Davion Johnson, a sixth grader from Oklahoma, performed the Heimlich maneuver on a classmate. Then that same day, Davion rescued an elderly woman from a burning house. The Enid News and Eagle reported a student trying to refill his water bottle used his mouth to loosen the cap. The cap slipped into his throat and the student began to choke. The choking student stumbled into Davion's classroom. Davion jumped into action and performed the Heimlich maneuver. The bottle cap popped out. That is so scary. Like, that Mm -hmm. is so freaking scary. He could, like, break ribs. Uh, No, I mean, he could have died. He could have died had he not gotten that bottle cap out. I was just saying, like, he could break ribs doing the Heimlich maneuver. So it's scary on both sides. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) It's just because... Most of the time, I'm the type of person that I'm like, I'm a strong, black, independent woman. I don't need no man. But, like, let me eat something or drink something at home and I get strangled. <laughs> and then I start reassessing all my life choices because it's like I live alone. <laughs> and no one would have been here to help me. <laughs> so that is just scary as shit to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to Dave Young because he's the real MVP. All right. The 11-year-old told Enid News and Eagle he learned the Heimlich Maneuver on YouTube, calling it a valuable Mm. procedure to learn. He said, just in case you're in the situation I was in, you can know what to do. Now look at Davion. On YouTube learning. What I'm on YouTube doing? (laughs) Looking at at new Konecalon hairstyles. (laughs) 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 Like, that's why Davion is tonight someone something. <laughs> learning to overline my lips. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> this is the problem with us. This is why we're not further along in life. <sighs> Later on. No, because I'm afraid of breaking people's ribs. 
<laughs> it's an occupational heart. Anyways, go ahead. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if I am choking, break my fucking ribs. Get that shit out my throat so I can breathe. <laughs> That's fair. I don't care about them ribs. All right. I learned from, uh, what do you call it? Mrs. Doubtfire. I know how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Later, while walking after school, Davion saw an elderly woman trying to escape a house fire. Again, he rushed into action, helping the elderly woman with her walker get out of the home. I thought, oh, she's not moving fast enough. So I ran across the street and helped her to the truck. Davion told <laughs> News on six cameras. No one knows, oh, no, I'm sorry, no one who knows Davion was surprised by his quick thinking nature as he wants to be an EMT. Davion's <laughs> mother, Latoya Johnson, told Enid News and Eagle, I'm just a proud mom. And Toya, we are all proud of him. So, so Davion is tonight someone something. And when I saw that story, I was just like, this kid, he's pretty awesome. They should give they him a cameo a big in a Marvel movie because he's a real hero. <laughs> they should. They should. I thought about it, but then I was like, I was like, yeah, I thought about Stanley being dead and there's some more cameos. Anyways, so <laughs> it was like high moment and then it went down. Let's, Anyways. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. But yes, thank you, Davion, just for being an awesome human and you know, take an initiative where a lot of people have been like, eh, not my problem, not my grandma, not my classmate. Where's the teacher? And he took yeah. initiative and saved the day. So Yeah, we thank you. Great kid. So now we're going to move on to tonight's poor life decision. Poor life decision. So tonight's poor life decision topic is how to stop being a people pleaser and start doing you can i get mm. an amen 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 oh my god it almost came out <laughs> y'all just don't know i'm struggling she's trying to be a people sneezer <laughs> <laughs> how much what are you drinking rum tequila gin, gin. gin. how much gin is it that cup? <laughs> <sighs> enough <laughs> So the author starts off talking about, you know, how she's not really a people pleaser, but her friend is. And she talks about her friend being not really being valued and being in a marriage where she's not valued. And she points out that while on the surface, being a people pleaser may seem altruistic, it's actually very counterproductive. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see, you know, how can you know for sure if you are a people pleaser see if you can personally relate to the following signs if so that is definitely your starting point on the way towards healing and recovery sign number one you take responsibility for other people's stuff she talks crazy to you and you apologize to her for it or He breaks another date and somehow you find a way to make it your fault. To a people pleaser, this is usually done either to keep the peace or so that the person who should be held accountable will appreciate or like them more. But usually all it does is put the pleaser in the position of being taken advantage of or being treated like a doormat. Because as the old adage goes, 
people do as much as you allow them to. Um, and I, I don't really think I struggle with this one. How about you, Doyen? I think I struggle with that in dating. Say what now? <laughs> I said, I think I struggle with that in dating. When yeah, guys dating. show me exactly who, who they are. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe if I do this, they'll like me. No. <laughs> no. They mm-hmm. won't because they're trash. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we stop this habit? A responsible human being is accountable for their own actions. If someone gets out of pocket in how they communicate with you, you tell them. If old boy has already broken off a couple dates, let him know you're good. We're taking a pass on the next one. It's one thing to grant someone a little mercy and grace when they mess up, but that doesn't mean that there shouldn't also be consequences for their actions, especially when the actions are repetitive. Um, yeah. All right, the next sign. You freak out when others are upset with you. Now, before we move into this, I want to point out that they're saying you freak out. Not that it bothers you when someone is upset with you. Because nobody really wants other people to be upset with you unless you are, you know, a real controlling person and you're using that to your advantage or whatever. It's it's normal to feel a way when someone's upset with you. But do you just fall apart or really freak out when someone's upset with you? Um, you know, this is a kind of a weird sign of being a people pleaser because Loki, it's got some controlling tendencies attached to it. When you get upset because someone is upset with you, it's kind of like saying that you are mad or hurt because they express how they feel about something. If they are upset, give them the space to process. Don't look at it being any deeper than that unless or until they tell you otherwise um and it depends on who it is for me with this one in general i don't struggle with it but like if it's well i was gonna say it with my mom i have a real issue with this one with my mom um mm-hmm. and probably my dad too but my dad is rarely ever upset with me but if he was mm-hmm. i would probably have this too what about you doing um so when you made the delineation about freak out, no, I don't freak out. I do obsess about people being upset with me. I already don't think anybody likes me. <laughs> so when people show signs of being upset, it just I spiral in ridiculous well, ways. Well, I think mentally. that I think that qualifies. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because what I mean is, you know, it being outside of the normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want you to be upset with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like usually a very private thing. Like, I don't talk yeah. to people about it, but yeah, I just yeah. spiral ridiculously <laughs> when I, I feel mean, like anybody's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the tips they give for stopping this habit is to own what's yours and let them own what's theirs. And the author says that what she means by this is it takes a lot of maturity and emotional intelligence to know that no one really and truly has the power to make anyone feel a certain type of way. So if someone in your life is upset because of something that you said or did, yes, be caring enough to address it and hear them out, but always remember that you don't have to get all in shambles about it. And I think that's some pretty Mm. decent advice. (laughs) Um, 
it's it's one thing to say well that's just it you just have to remember that no one can make you feel a way yes people do things and you will feel a way as a result of it and sometimes you can't help it but just remind yourself that you have control of your emotions that is far easier said than done lord knows Mm -hmm. it is i know it is but Mm -hmm. you just have to remember that and you know but again if it's someone you care about you know yeah be kind and caring enough to you know address it or whatever but yeah the next sign this sneeze is about to come out it's coming out <laughs> oh, <Shana>. <laughs> <laughs> the next sign you're constantly apologizing even when it's not your fault and that one's pretty self-explanatory um but the mm-hmm. author says While it's admirable to be humble enough to apologize when you do need to take ownership for your actions, the problem with apologizing for things that aren't your fault is you take on responsibilities and burdens that you shouldn't own, even Mm -hmm. if it's just in your own mind. Before long, that can really start to take an emotional toll on you. Um, Doyen, what do you think about this one? That's been something I've been working on for the past few years. I don't apologize in grocery stores. I pay taxes. I can be there. And so, like, if I'm, you know, moving in front of somebody, I'll say, excuse me, but I'll never, I make it a point to not apologize unless if I'm, like, running into you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On sidewalks, it's not even an apology, but it feels like an apology. If I have to move because a white person is walking my way, I don't do that anymore. I walk straight ahead. You'll move. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that's those are just some things. Well, that is something that like I had to consciously make myself do because mm-hmm. and I and I know people feel however they feel about it. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's just natural if I'm because I'm nice, I'm gonna move over, you know, to make room mm-hmm. for somebody. But I don't like it when I do that for white people. So I had to start <laughs> purposely making myself don't move. I do yeah. it with driving also, except I'm a little more careful with driving because don't hit my damn mm-hmm. car. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I yeah, I don't think I apologize I, um, when I shouldn't. And I think I've I've gotten really good at apologizing what I about what I am sorry for. So Yeah. Yeah, I would say a lot of people when they lose someone they love, we say mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I know I didn't love I don't know, for some reason I just didn't like when people say I'm sorry to you because I'm like, you didn't do it. But it's more of like, I'm sorry for how you're feeling. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for that loss. And so usually when I say I'm sorry, I'm trying to be more specific when I say I'm sorry for what I do now. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I mean, like for me, because I'm the type of person, I tend to hold a lot in and then I Mm -hmm. pop. And so. Mm. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) It is. And I've done it quite often. And so. Oftentimes, I find myself having to go and apologize for how I came across, for my volume, for my tone, 
but not for what the fuck I said because I meant that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I always make it clear, like, this is what I am apologizing for. This is what I'm sorry for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you're trying to break the habit of apologizing when it's not your fault, before you allow those words to come out of your mouth, stop and think about if whatever it is that transpired really is connected to something you did or should have done. If it doesn't, don't apologize. None of us is perfect. You'll have plenty of opportunities to take ownership for things that you did do wrong or could have done better. Don't unnecessarily stress yourself out by also piling on words or actions that at the end of the day have absolutely nothing to do with you. Mm. And I think, I think that that is a good piece of advice for someone who is pretty self-aware. Um, I think that that can be confusing advice for people who are not, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> uh, the next sign, you're non-confrontational to your detriment. Now, the author states that for some people, when something or someone bothers them, they will bite their tongue or suppress their feelings. In their mind, they think that it's keeping the peace. But if it's at the cost of them being happy, toxic patterns never changing or even their health being at risk, how peaceful is that? <laughs> um, yeah, I am... Yeah. <laughs> um, by nature, I am pretty non-confrontational, but I do believe in telling people, and it's a it's a pick your battles type of thing because sometimes, ninety five percent of the time, it's me and not you, <laughs> and I recognize that, and I stop and do an assessment to see is it me or is it you, and most of the time it's me, but mm-hmm. I do believe in telling people what they did because a lot of times people don't know and most of the time they didn't mean to do it they didn't know and if you didn't know then you're gonna keep doing it and it's gonna keep pissing me off so i believe and and also i'll tell you why that's important to me is because i'm the i am a person who is very often misunderstood because of my tone because of my affect and so i do things that may offend people or rub people the wrong way all the time and I'm not aware of it and I've had Mm -hmm. friends punish me for things that I did but I had no idea I did it Mm -hmm. so it's like you tell people what they do so they don't do it again now you do it again and that's on you I will say I also consider the proximity so there's a lot of people who are my general circle of acknowledgement that may be mad and I'm like honestly it's it takes a lot it. for me to share my emotions. Yeah, That's not a safe space for my emotions. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. You can sit yeah. over there. We're just not going to be close. <laughs> yeah. I, same. 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 So. Um, and so when the author talks about stopping this habit, she says being confrontational should not mean that you should go on the attack. Mm-hmm. or say everything that's on your mind or that you should be <laughs> rude or mean <laughs> mm-hmm. as India Ari once said 
as you're mastering the art of confrontation, you will have moments when you'll need to learn how to come back to the middle between saying nothing and being on 10 all the time. But the more you learn the value in your voice, the more you'll be able to find ways to please yourself as much as you're trying to please others too. And that's I will, Yeah, I will say it hurts my heart that we as women have to learn the value of our voices. Like, I don't think men mm-hmm. are even taught to not value their voices. Uh, they're not. <laughs> and but, they need to be taught. They need to be taught to not. Child, Kevin Samuels, child. Anyways, Girl, don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, and it is, I think I'm there. I'm in my mid-30s and I'm starting to realize, like, value your shit. Like, <laughs> value your shit because you got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it's a long time coming. It's hard. But anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> the next hint that you may be a people pleaser, you're scared to set boundaries. Eek! <laughs> That's another one that is just, you know, self-explanatory. And mm-hmm. for me, I will say that it's just depending on the person. Mm-hmm. And again... Honestly, the only person that I am, no, that's not true. I was about to say Granny is probably the only person that I'm afraid to set boundaries with, but I do okay with setting boundaries with my mom, but that's because she understands that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not good with setting boundaries like with my dad because my dad's family, they're the type of people that are like, you know... We're family and family do anything for everybody and family's all this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we are family and I love you, but I'm no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it just kind of depends on who the person is. What about you and boundaries? Um, I'm starting to set more. I know you remember a couple of years ago when I sat one with somebody who I thought was a friend and she mm-hmm. decided that she no longer wanted to be my friend. Uh-huh. And that was hard because uh-huh. I was doing something that was good for me and I felt like it rebounded. But I think as I grow, even today, I did one with my boss today. I was like, hey, I know you want me to do this. I don't have the bandwidth to do this. <laughs> and I text my coworker. I was like, hey, I told her I didn't want to do this. You think I'm fired? And she's like, you're fine. <laughs> she's like, you have a lot going on. And so I'm like, I'm trying to clear my plates. So I can excel at the things that I want to do. And so it's a hard, hard decision deciding what I want to do. But, you know, so uh, just to say, this is one thing that I am improving on. So, so far, like I've been a lot of these things, but I'm okay at two. (laughs) I'm proud. (laughs) And I think a lot of us are going to fall into the category of, ah, it depends. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so some tips for how to stop this habit boundaries are healthy necessary and beneficial to every human being it's all about setting limits and then enforcing them to the people who try to push past them and learning how to set my own boundaries and respect the boundaries of others i've learned firsthand that boundaries are a form of respect I've also learned that once boundaries are clearly made 
and they are ignored, that is a form of disrespect. Let me read that again in case y'all didn't hear me. I've also learned that once boundaries are clearly made and they are ignored, that is a form of disrespect. And people a lot of times, people a lot of times confuse boundaries with non-supportive or with uh, being mean or whatever they want to say. Um, because I've, I've been called selfish. I've been called so many things. No, whatever you want to call me, that's fine. This is my boundary. You stay on the other side of it. Yeah, I would say one that seems like not a big deal, but is a big deal to me, is setting boundaries around my name and what I want to be called. Um, somebody texts me, like I had put in a form for like information, and they're like, hey, Abe, A-B-E. Has nothing to do what with What the hell? Name. Where did that come from? Plus, I was like, you took it on yourself to give me a nickname. But when I, this is a professional situation. You should call me by my name. And I told her, I was like, my name is blank and smiley face. (laughs) Because I'm like, y'all do not get to call me whatever you want anymore. It's my name. (laughs) So. It's quite simple. I had a, I had a coworker go and report me and said that I was being bitchy oh what he was a white man because he used to call me princess all the time and I finally got the nerve to stop him and say that is not my name mm-hmm. and you know you may address me as miss so-and-so like yeah that's not my name <laughs> and okay anyway yeah i get it so i totally um (laughs) the next sign that you may be a people pleaser you tolerate abuse any form of abuse um and again self-explanatory but you know unfortunately when it comes to abuse people pleasers are oftentimes the victim of it there are a few reasons why one is because a lot of people pleasers are compassionate individuals They are more concerned with helping the person through their abusive traits than protecting themselves. Another reason is because they are horrible when it comes to setting boundaries. Oftentimes, this is because they weren't properly taught them while they were growing up. Another reason is because they believe that if they love someone enough, give to someone enough, tolerate their poor behavior long enough, the person will change. And actually, the reality is abusers can only change when they want to. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. <laughs> you know, um, so I recently, uh, speaking of my mom, my mom was dealing with a situation with another family member. And, you know, in a black family, you just always taught that you have to respect your elders and you have to you know and family is everything and blah 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 and it is okay fine but I had to tell my mama I was like do not let him do this to you do not Mm -hmm. let him make you feel that way just Mm -hmm. because you and I share DNA you do not have access to me Mm -hmm. you do not have access to me and this particular person you know she knows that I cut him off and I'm 
I love him dearly and I miss him. He is someone I had a relationship with, a, a close relationship with, and I miss him. But you will not make me feel bad. And so mm -hmm. I'll do it. I am. My cousins pick at me all the time because I am the queen of loving from a distance. I mm. love you with all my heart from over there. Because I, you will not, you will not. I may not be great at setting boundaries and enforcing them as in verbalizing them, but I am mm -hmm. awesome at removing myself from a situation. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote myself out of the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I think I've gotten a little bit better at not accepting abuse. When you were reading it, I was like, oh, this looks like some of our past relationships. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I'm telling you. It's yeah. hard with family, with mm. black people and family specifically. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, white people, it's like, you, you'll meet a white person, they'll be like, I ain't spoke to my sister in 10 years. I'll be like, bitch, 10 years. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but you know, it's like, well, we family, we gotta, you know, you gotta love each other, you gotta do this and do that. You do not get access to me. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. If you the die today, time, I will cry. But yeah, the hard times when it's like occasional abuse, like when there's mm -hmm. fights, and mm -hmm. then there's an issue. But most of the time, it's good. But then there's an issue. That's why I think where it gets really hard to set boundaries and protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> One of the best things for this kind of people pleaser to do is get into their own therapy. And because there's a pretty good chance that the reason why they tolerate abuse is either because they don't think they deserve better or mm. they were in a toxic situation while growing up. Hmm. The kind that made them think they were supposed to grin and bear through abuse with their own relatives. This, um, you know, the reality is when a people pleaser is involved with an abuser, it takes a lot of work for them to break that habit. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was just saying. I know with us so much, it's just like, and my family, specifically on my mom's side, <laughs> <laughs> my mom's side of the family is so fucking passive aggressive. Mm. But... It's like everybody's passive aggressive in a different way, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. It's not all the same, but you have to, you know, you just bear and that's just how he is and that's just how she is. No, ma'am, it ain't. Okay, well, this is how I am. <laughs> I'm more like my dad's side of the family where my dad's side of the family is very, touchy-feely and very feelings and will tell you how they feel. And <laughs> that is how <laughs> Like, mm-mm, you ain't gonna make me feel bad. <laughs> All right. As we get ready to wrap this up, the final hint that you may be a people pleaser, <laughs> you're a chameleon. Chameleons are fascinating. Although they tend to think that they are flexible and adapt to their surroundings, what they really come across as being more times than not is disingenuous. Oh, and inconsistent. While they are with their church-going crowd, they are one way. 
When they are with their friends, they're with another way. When they're alone, they're someone else. Now I want to say, again, guys, these are extremes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this isn't something to get confused with code switching or with just appropriate behavior. Because, of course, I'm not behaving in the same way or using the same language and terminology at church that I am at home when I'm hanging out with my cousins and we doing everything, you know, for fun. But, <laughs> but the, but my personality is the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. me. The, it's that personality is the same. So it's like, we're talking about people who completely change who they are. Those are the people that we're talking about here. Um, chameleons are this way because they want to please whoever they are around at that time. They want to be accepted and liked so much that they've got to switch up in order to get along. The problem with being this kind of people pleaser is if you're out here always accommodating others, when do you possibly getting around when do you possibly get around to figuring out who is at the core of your being so mm-hmm. that you can know what you really like, what you really need, what you really want in order to live your own best life. Amen to that. <clears throat> I will say I was probably mildly a chame- chameleon. I had to, I was going through my scarves to like a section one day and I was like, I don't even like scarves. I just wear scarves because the popular girl at my job liked to wear scarves. And I was like, I don't need all these scarves. Um, on the flip side, and actually I got into Parks and Rec kind of because of her. Well, that's what started me about watching it. On the flip side, Everybody likes the office. I can't. I don't know why I can't. And I realized, hey, that's me. <laughs> so I'm like, while I can see myself like leaning into that chameleon, I can also see that I hit a wall and I'm like, that's not me. I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, in my past, I think I was a lot more malleable. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, girl, you don't like that show. Come on. <laughs> Stick Y'all to the memes. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but my face is full of disdain. I can't help it. I don't like the office. We have to. We have to get a divorce. We have to get a divorce, Doyen. We have to get no, a divorce. No, you misspelled you... grammar today, and I loved you through it. So I did not misspell grammar. That is how grammar is spelled the English way. If you spell it the this other is America. way, America. So I did not. There are two different ways to do it, ma'am. I love you. I love you and I like you. I'm not going to like the office. (laughs) I just, I have to rethink everything now. I can see that in the eyes of the angel. I mean, I'm really like, I'm really. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't like it. Because it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Also, but you know, a very like ambivalent about friends. <laughs> like I just don't like that one either. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, I like I like friends, but that's not a deal breaker. But you know, I went through a phase where I ate toast and butter in the morning because Paris Hilton ate toast and butter in the morning. So <laughs> I don't I don't know what you know. <laughs> I don't really think that's necessarily what they're getting at because yeah. Your personality is very strong. And I think that in different settings, you may, you know, accommodate 
who you're around, but I think Dorian shines through either way. Who I to am me. is who I want to be. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I learned, I just, maybe when I was younger, as I grow, I'm like, girl, this is me. This is what y'all got. <laughs> I went yeah. to a church small group meeting with champagne. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's friends giving. I'm bringing champagne. <laughs> it's fine. They're fine. <laughs> Listen, I, I those people my age. <laughs> I went to a conference once, and um, one of my coworkers, well, several of my coworkers were there, and they had a open bar. And let me just tell you, one thing about my profession: when you come to our conferences, the drinks always stout and ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and the lines are always long. <laughs> so when I went to the bar, I got me two drinks at a time every time I mm-hmm. went. Well, one of my coworkers is a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and my other coworker was like, girl, now you see so as old as now you and he was sitting right beside us. She was like, You gonna go? I was like, Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'ma ask him, do he want me to give him one when I go back out there? <laughs> I'll let I'll let him bless the wine before I drink it. <laughs> Listen, I um I went to a Christmas party before when Delta was back in the day, the good old days when Delta was a you know main variant. Um, and they had Johnny Walker. I was like, oh, okay, it open bar. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna sit here and talk to y'all for a second. <laughs> I was gonna go for my two drink tickets and go, and they're like, oh, don't worry about the drink tickets. I'm like, okay, cool. And y'all got Johnny Walker? Let's do this. Mm. (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) So, yeah. um, And this one is pretty simple. Just be yourself everywhere you go. And again, y'all know how to act. You're not going to act the same way at the club that you act at church. So it's just like you act accordingly, but be yourself. Mm-hmm. Take out a month and be intentional about being the same person in every circle that you're in. If you've never done that before, you might go through a bit of an identity crisis. <laughs> the more time you spend getting to know who you are at your core, the more you'll be able to silence the chameleon, feel confident that people like you for your real self, and you won't have to go through all the internal upheavals that come with always changing who you are in order to please others. And we all know people like this. Mm-hmm. People who their opinions, their thoughts, and their beliefs shift according to who they're talking to. Mm-hmm. So whoever they're, whatever group they're chatting with, that's who they agree with. We mm-hmm. all know people like that. We yeah. all know people like that. I so, wish to um, not be that person ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might are. get doing light diet doing, but y'all gonna get doing <laughs> whichever you, way. I was, you're not giving yourself <laughs> enough credit because even times when when you have felt like we were gonna judge you, you still been like, "Well, y'all, I'm just gonna tell y'all, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> hey, well, this how I do it." <laughs> So, yeah, um, I just thought this was a really good article um, because we all fall into the trap of people pleasing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And 
it's something that some of us have to actively work on. Some of us don't mm-hmm. have to work as hard as others, but I just think it's best to be sure that the first person we're taking care of is ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, yeah, I was, to add? yeah, I will say last year in my career was very hard. It was just nonstop. And I kept taking on more and more and more people pleasing. And that's when I learned that you can work hard and still not get the results you want mm-hmm. <laughs> at work. And so this mm-hmm. year, I'm like, I'm not people pleasing. I am creating boundaries. I'm actively thinking of ways to clear my plate so I can be good at the things that I want to do and not do the rest. <laughs> you know, like I don't have to do every single thing because you can like me. But you ain't going to promote me and you ain't going to pay me more. So your like is not doing me any good. (laughs) In the words of... (laughs) In the words of Miss Khalees, you don't have to love me. You don't even have to like me. (laughs) But you will respect me. Because I'm a boss. Um, I just want to be like Elise <laughs> and and buy my own farm and just live on the farm I, and grow all is... my own food. Like I love watching her content. It is so pure, and every like she makes her own lotions and her own soap and that little shit high too. Because I was gonna buy some, but yeah. but, but I also get to be like, oh man, it's sold out because it's always sold out. Good. <laughs> She makes like all of her own, her own jewelry, everything she got, she made it herself. And I just love it. That's my thing with uh, Ivy Park. I go the next day, I'm like, oh, darn, everything's sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have you checked out Mama Tina's show? I haven't yet, but I will. I saw a couple of the um, episodes. I mean, it's cute. I just like her, so it's cute. She cracks me up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you. I'm. you know what? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. The the part you're going to love the best, Mama Tina glasses game is on point, okay? Ooh. Don't tell me that. I was looking at glasses today. On point. And I don't, I don't think she repeats a frame, okay? Oh. I mean, sometimes she has two different, no, not sometimes, every time. She has two different frames in each episode, even. I aspire. <laughs> I was like, Mama Tina. My mom was also, like, I've only seen two pairs of glasses. I'm like, no, there's a box of glasses somewhere. Right here. <laughs> also, Mama Tina cooks gumbo for all her guests, and she makes a variation of what's appropriate for you. So mm-hmm. if you saw so when Chloe and Hallie were on, she made them vegan gumbo. She made their mm-hmm. mom regular gumbo because their mom eats meat. Um she made someone else a pescatarian gumbo. Like she makes gumbo for everybody when they come. And I'm like, yes. Of yes. course you do. And of uh, course I need a bowl. Yeah. Jay's has ruined me because now I can't eat most other people's gumbo. I'm like, this is just soup like did they even make a root <laughs> like, oh, why and is she said, i want to say <laughs> i want to say she said that she spent 12 maybe 12 hours on her root mm-hmm. mm. i can't remember but like and it's dark she ugh, like she's got that yeah good dark it's just root. thick like oh. yeah it's- oh of course, um, Mama Tina does. Of course. <laughs> last thing I'll say about Ruth, I actually made 
a seafood mac and cheese with bechamel over the holidays. Mm. I added a little bit of truffle brie in there. Girl. Girl. I never say that word right. And so I always <laughs> say, I say, you know, the cheese roux you make for mac and cheese. Because I, I said bacchanal or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just and my felt, mom was like, "Isn't that a festival?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I was like, I felt like I had my good African American auntie privilege mm, just mm, descended mm, upon me when I made mm, that seafood mac and cheese. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our favorite part of the show: the Bayou Um, I can go first. I'm buying a drink for my damn self because nigga, I made it. Yes, <laughs> you did. <laughs> Cheers. If I if I think about it too hard, I'm a cry. So let's move on. <laughs> Woo! Let's move on. That's that's. Okay. I'm I'm buying a drink for us. We made it. And um, here's to making it through 2022. Okay, good. We have it yet, but we will. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, yeah that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. We, we're gonna, here's to yeah. making it through. We're going to make it Amen. through. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying a heavily drink for our Golden Girls. Um, with with Betty White gone and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm like, I'm not holding out for any more old white women. I don't know. There's probably some I still love out there. There but are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I also buy a drink for saltine crackers because they're that bitch. And I eat them plain. I eat them with stuff. I love saltine crackers. <laughs> do you do you ever make fire crackers? Yes. The spicy crackers. I, so, yes. Granny loves those. Mm-hmm. Granny, my mama, and one of my aunts. Who, she's my aunt by marriage. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Every year for Christmas, I always have to make them a couple of bags with the firecrackers because they love them. You know, I think maybe a supply chain issue because usually I would be able to get the tiny crackers at Walmart. They didn't have it this year. So I have oyster oh. crackers, but that doesn't give me joy like those tiny crackers do. <laughs> I, oyster crackers make me feel fancy. But not for the, the spicy crackers. I want oh, them to be small use- crackers. <laughs> No, I just use the regular, um, and I do buy saltines, even though most people tell you don't use saltines for the firecrackers, but I use saltines. I use I buy wheat saltines. And I also (laughs) mix a pack of ranch. um, Yeah, you put ranch in in there. there. Canola oil, because it doesn't taste like anything. Mm -hmm. And the pepper Mm -hmm. flakes. You got They're it. so good. You have to adjust to your audience because I used to put like two tablespoons in there. And my friends like, I'm dying. I'm like, fine. <laughs> sprinkle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sprinkle for me. Go ahead and put your full dose in for granny. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> if it ain't hot, she don't want it. Let's see. But she... crackers are so versatile. They're really that girl. They really are. And then, like, in the middle of the night, my blood sugar low. I just eat, like, seven crackers, and I'm good. (laughs) Little known fact, when I was in high school, and first of all, I was very athletic in school, and I was in, like, I mean, I wasn't just smaller because I was younger. Okay, she scared me. (laughs) Maxine. I think she's just barking my mom. Anyways, go ahead. (laughs) Like, I was, like, in really good physical shape. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but one bad habit, well, it's not a bad habit. <laughs> I was in good shape because I was an athlete. But one thing that I did, I ate crackers all the time, Ritz right. crackers specifically. Mm-hmm. And I always had a sleeve of Ritz crackers in my bag. <laughs> like, at any point, you could stop me in the hallway and be like, Chris, you got some Ritz crackers. There he is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I did love Ritz crackers, mostly with tuna salad. But, um, yeah, saltines are that girl. Anyway. I do not like club crackers. Club crackers have their place why. in life. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Okay, you don't like a buttery uh-huh. cracker. It's fine. <laughs> Only if it's Ritz, because, you know, Ritz is kind of buttery. Yeah. But the club, I don't, I will eat them with a salad. But if you give me a choice, I prefer saltines. Got it. We have spent a lot of time talking about crackers, but it's okay. so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, Doyen, why don't you tell the people how they can talk to us? Very carefully, because we're in 2022, and we still have a panorama. Anyway, so you can um, definitely message us on the Instagram. We are Poor Life Decision. One decision at a time. Please tell us what you want to talk about. We are so happy to do the research and kind of get you some help. Um, we are also on the Twitter as PLDPod. Um, you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Looping back, we do have an Etsy shop called, well, Poor Life Decision, all, all one word. Um, we have a great mug that says Auntie Juice. Please send it to the auntie of your choosing that you know usually has a little bit of alcohol to the family gathering. I think that's all. Um, hold on <laughs> one second. I have an announcement and I forgot. Okay. Okay, I got that one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is going to be great. I can tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have two new shows coming up that we will live tweet. Um, the first show is, it's a new show that's going to be on OWN called Kings of Napa. Mm. And to, you know what? Why are you why are you like this? <laughs> to me, it looks like the black version of secession. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love rich black people. <laughs> um, so it starts January the eleventh. And so I will Doyen, I'll send you a text so you can make us a cute graphic, you know, to put out and remind everybody. So we will live tweet that. And y'all ready? Y'all ready? Killing Eve is coming Yay. back. Season four will premiere um February the twenty seventh. We'll give you another reminder uh when it's a little closer to date. But yeah, those are the two shows for sure coming up. And if you want us to watch something and talk about it, let us know. Yeah. I mean, we'll do that for you because we're here for the people. For the people. Okay, that's exciting. I actually did see something about Kings of Napa and I was very interested in watching it. I've also yeah. been watching Selling Tampa because that is a thing that I need to watch. Anyways, so <laughs> uh, do you have any advice for us before we close out the show? Um, Just to be sure to check out our Etsy shop. Y'all know that there's supply chain issues. Um, Valentine's Day is right up around the corner. You need to get your loved one, your BFF, your BF. You need to get everybody a little gift. Check that out. Galentine's um, is around to- the corner. <laughs> yeah i do want to remind everybody to please please go and leave us a review and guess what now 
you can do that on Spotify as well. So if Spotify is your platform of choice, you can now leave us a review on Spotify. And the same rules apply on Spotify. Five stars because the others don't work. Yes. And please leave us a great review. You know it makes me feel good when I'm having down days. Speaking of down days, (laughs) I called Granny today because I had kind of a tough day today. Uh, I didn't have a tough day, but something came up and it made me remember something that made me sad. So I had a tough day today. I called Granny and I was like, um, I kind of, I kind of had a tough day. I was in a little funk and I just wanted to hear your voice. She said, okay, well, call me back. I'm going to eat my Popeyes. <laughs> and hung up the phone. <laughs> and hung up the phone. This is how they treat me. <laughs> now, just in case y'all didn't know, <laughs> my family, you know, they like to, they like to call me the drama queen. I don't know where they get that from, but mm. they never take me seriously. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm just really in a blue mood today, and you know, I had a rough day, and I just really wanted to hear your voice. And she was like, "All right, well, come back off and eat my Popeyes." So I I identify with both time sides. I, 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 I don't listen. I know who I'm talking to. I I don't expect you. I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> I told I told Shonda and she was like, um, who finna let their Popeyes get cold, get cold just to listen to you cry? <laughs> Your tears are already there. <laughs> she listens to me cry daily. <laughs> I mean, I was just looking and I was I, I was driving and you know how you talk through the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when she hung up, I was just driving like this. <laughs> because I, I know people passing by were like, what is she doing? Because I was like, I can't believe she just hung up. Anywho, y'all please leave us some good reviews because clearly I can't count on Granny to make me feel better when I have a bad day. Also call your person. Hopefully yes. they're not eating Popeyes. But hopefully, hopefully not. they're okay. Just check on them. Especially this these short days just to be messing with you. Take your vitamin D. That's mm-hmm. also very important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Love on each other. Be gentle with yourself and with each other. And that's all I have. That's all I have too. And eat some saltines. It's great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we love y'all. See you next week. Bye. We Bye. love y'all. I'm Mr. Body catcher, slaughter gang, soul snatcher. Ain't no regular F-150, this a fucking rapper. No capper, street nigga, not a rapper. Chopper hit him.